Hi, Debbie McAllister here. This week's episode is with Nancy Angler, and we're going to dig into what sound, sound codes are, how we're really able to move physical matter with sound, this very, very subtle way of healing. And it's pretty powerful of being able to talk through what that's like. We also talk about... Um, how the ancient, as such as her background is in yoga, is coming back and the old is the new. So I hope you'll stay with me and enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. This podcast is for you, the spiritual curious woman seeking inspiration, hope and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other soulful spiritual women who get real and vulnerable as they share their very own unique journey through transition. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it'll motivate you, and light up your worth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Light Up Your Worth. I'm so excited. We're doing another live uh, recording of my podcast guest. And so today I have Nancy on with me and she's an intuitive guide, a spiritual teacher, a master sound and energy alchemist who loves helping people break through to an authentic, well-loved life. She is really quite amazing. I have uh, been using some of her sound healing uh, for several years now, but Nancy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great. It's fun to be live on live too. I like it. Yeah. It's so much fun. And I know we had such a good time. I was on your live, uh, your live TV show. Um, mm -hmm. gosh, has it been almost two months now? The light of so your life. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was like, that was so much fun. And so we've, uh, we actually taped, so everybody knows, we actually taped an episode. And for whatever reason, the only episode that has disappeared. <laughs> and what we both realized was that this is actually uh, perfect timing with where she is and where I am. And so we just thought it would be a perfect collaboration to come back together. So I'm even more excited to do this again, Nancy. <laughs> yes. Me too. I'm like, when you were like, I'm sorry, I lost it. I'm like, it's fine. Actually, it's really good. It feels really good to me. <laughs> so, there's, there are no mistakes. And, you know, I think, yeah, it's always perfect if we just look at it and see that, you know, yeah. sometimes it takes a minute <laughs> or two. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I had to go back and like, stop kind of like beating myself up because I was like, this has never happened. <laughs> Like how in the world, you know, like I'm a professional, how could a recording be completely gone? But then, you know, uh, when I reached out to you, one of the, one of uh, Nancy's outstanding qualities is if you uh, have the opportunity to work with her is that she has this super like calming presence. Like you're like, okay, she says, it's okay. Just let it go. <laughs> let it go, call in gratitude. There's a reason, you know, and so we were talking about what were we going to talk about today? Because there's so many subjects that we can go down into um, with our backgrounds and so many things that overlapping um, because she's rather amazing with her journey that she has been. And one of the things I thought we would jump into is that we had talked about that it's 20 years ago now that you had jumped into this whole entrepreneurship, the whole spiritual journey and how that all began with listening to yourself and your archetypes. And so we have a whole lot of stuff there, but I wanted to see if you would um, just share, you know, lead us off with, how you came down this road 20 years ago. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So it, and it's so cool because it was 20 years ago this week. It was the first week of February in 2002. 
that I like started teaching yoga, but the, the journey before that, of course, you know, I think a lot of times what I notice from talking to people is what leads us to the work and helping other people. And what we do is usually a lot of challenges that came beforehand. <laughs> yes. Really, we didn't like too much. And we were like, what the hell? And how do I figure this out? And so it started there. <laughs> you know, it started, started many years earlier as in my childhood. But one of the things was, um, I, well, actually, I was thinking back earlier today, like back into my childhood of like, I had a period of like, my parents got divorced. Um, which I didn't really notice that much. I was like barely two years old. So I didn't, I didn't really notice that much. And we lived with my grandparents and my mother and I, and my brother, and it was great. When my mother got remarried, um, suddenly I had a stepfather I had met twice. Um, a bunch of other kids came into the family, like within two years, I went from uh, only oldest of two at age seven till the middle child of nine of seven kids by the time I was nine. And I was thinking today, there was a lot of trauma. Like one of my older stepsister, her mother had been a drug addict and came to live with us. My other two siblings there, my father's sister died unexpectedly. So they came. So there was a lot of like trauma and stuff. In the family. <laughs> and it was, and I was like, went from like having my grandma and five adults, like essentially in my life to like, lost in the shuffle. And so it was like, uh, um, yeah, so I had challenges when I was younger, let's say by the time when I got older, um, when I started having my own kids, so it became well, actually, one thing when I was 15, I was very frustrated with my home life. And I ended up finding a counselor. I was actually wanted to get put in a foster home because I was very frustrated with my life at home. <laughs> and I went to the, uh, the local crisis center. <laughs> and uh, at that point, the, I met a counselor named Barbara, and I was really thinking about that earlier today, because really that's, you know, part of what I do is like counsel or coach or guide people. And I was thinking, you know, she like was a huge, huge life changing person in my life because my parents were just trying to live and they had seven kids and they're trying to figure it out. But I'm a kid too. You know, I was seven when this started all happening and I'm like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> so, right. Anyway, but so I got really like, she really made a difference in my life. I think that counselor really helped me and also made me realize that it was up to me ultimately, you know, to take care of myself. No one else was going to fix it for me. I really saw that in the sessions that we went to. So, um, but a little bit later on, when I started having my own kids, it was very important to me that. I, that they were felt and valued, that they felt valued and seen, and that I helped them. So I think whatever challenges we have in life, we try to make it better for the next generation, right? Most mm -hmm. of us as parents, like that's what we try to do. So, um, but when my third daughter was born, I um, ended up with severe chronic back and neck pain. And eventually that's the thing that led me to yoga, led me to sound codes, led me to all these things that I, that I'm doing now, but it came from like, and once I found things that started helping, I'm like, I want to help other people. So that was kind of the, the backstory of how yoga became the first step. And I think we were talking a little about human design and I'm a projector, which I didn't know that. I didn't know that till a few years ago, projectors, like 20% of the planet. And we're here to help like guide people we can see how we can look at systems depending what we're what we specialize in and really see a good way to do things we can help other people manage their energy but we were not gifted with very consistent energy ourselves but it's important to be acknowledged and when my mother got remarried i was not acknowledged so that's really hard for a projector in particular but i realized i was like what are all the gifts in that like I like, I became such a strong person from that. Like I, it gave me, you know, qualities of like, I saw what a strong person I was before that I had a very cushy life. And then I was like, oh, well I had to kind of um, suck it up and figure out like <laughs> survive, <laughs> survive my childhood. So, um, but anyways, but it led me to, like I said, to teaching yoga and helping other people. But even though I was teaching yoga, really what I was teaching people was really empowering them to help themselves and seeing that, you know, finding their own way. Because when I started practicing yoga, I realized 
my back and neck did not hurt just because my new daughter was really heavy in the car, you know, the carrier. There was a lot of other stuff in my system that needed to be acknowledged. And some of it was also, I was born to do more than just be a mother and a wife. I have a bigger purpose. So my pain was like, hello, there's more work for you to do in the world. (laughs) You got to take care of yourself and you got work to do. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how the universe will send us those signs like that, why they push them. And then others are like completely good of, you know, their roles that they have and they're not out there seeking and learning and trying to figure things out. And I think our audiences, your show, mine is that they are seeking, right? There's something not quite aligned. They may not be able to put a finger on it. And so you start looking for things of what's Mm going to fit for you. So and yeah. I think that's what that was what your next step was, right? With with figuring out. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I so I had um, when my neck started hurting was like 1995, and it took several years before I actually started teaching yoga. But um, first, I had to get down on my knees and say, "Oh, please help me," because it was. <laughs> I had a four-year-old, a six-year-old and a newborn, and I had like really bad chronic pain. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I, I also have the human design gate of shock. So I, I'm like, oh, I guess somehow I designed myself before I was born because I do believe we have a say before we're born, our families who comes, you know, we're, I don't see myself as a victim of anything in my life. I see it was all perfect. And it was all like, some of the stuff wasn't necessarily fun <laughs> but I think it's like knowing like that we can we can take we can't change things that happen but we can take our power back from it so what happened um with my yoga journey was like I eventually found yoga and it was it really helped me to tune into myself and I think that's what we were talking about earlier like mm-hmm. tuning to ourself and that's the thing I was also really that that was my biggest message at yoga like to me I'm a fitness person. I like fitness, but yoga to me is very much a spiritual practice. And it's, you know, there's, it's very, and I realized too, like when I always said, you know, when I ended up singing sound codes, I'm like, oh, I really never thought I could sing for the first 51 years. But when I started teaching yoga at like almost 40 years old, I was still chanting. I was using my voice as part of it. So I was using sound healing, even though I wasn't really thinking of it as singing per se. So Mm -hmm. the sound has actually been there um, the whole time as a piece of it. So I sat in the basement of the Catholic church teaching yoga and going, oh, (laughs) is this okay down here? It's not a religion, but I'm not even Catholic. I'm not even Catholic, but um, but anyway, so year, it was probably 11 years later when the sound codes, um, well, actually probably 2009 was when the energy work started coming. All of a sudden, like these things started coming across my path. Um, I owned the yoga studio. It had grew into a yoga studio at that point. And we had all these interesting things coming in. So I was learning about all these things. And next thing I'm going down the path of energy medicine. So it was like the oneness blessing and uh, rise program at um, Spatech, the realizing your sublime energy. Um, And then what else? Energy medicine school. I went to India. It was like all of a sudden, like 2009, something, I don't know, something in the planets. I haven't checked my astrology chart. Something (laughs) happened in 2009 and and it started, um, started shifting. And eventually um by 2017 I had my business for 15 years and that point I was ready to like move on I wanted to um just I didn't want to be the mama at the my kids were older and grown up and I didn't want to be the mama at the yoga studio anymore so (laughs) that was kind of how it worked I was like all right uh this was really cool but but one thing I really realized was that I wasn't just there for the students anymore. I was there for the the teachers and the staff and they were coming to me and I was seeing what their gifts were and guiding them and really helping them as well. Like a massage therapist, like one of them, one of mine I had for years, he's like, 
I'm like, well, we, we can offer hot stone massage here, but you don't really like it and you suck at it. So don't offer it here. Like <laughs> offer things that you love to do. Like you're amazing. You know, so I always, I saw like the gifts in people and I encouraged them. And I always was like, come on, like getting them out of the closet. And um, so I just really um, discovered that I really had a talent and a gift for that. And I loved to do it. Yeah, you do definitely have an, uh, uh, a, a natural talent for that. I noticed that just from the very first time that we've ever talked, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we have some of the same friendships and just how you, how you present yourself, how you interact is always so uplifting and that presence. And I, you know, you're allowing everything to just come through you. You know, I'd be fascinating since you did mention about the timeline, right? With having human design and mm-hmm. is that you could probably go back and it will be there, right? It will show you that there's some, some shift in with the human design with the chart, which is so fascinating, I think. Yeah. A lot of interesting things happened like right around that time. So I had a younger brother that I, he had gotten into like some drugs and stuff and he was like mommy's youngest. And so there was some, we, we didn't talk for a while that much and I wanted to talk to him, but he just, and then he, his son was born October, 2009, the same month I had my first oneness blessing. And that son um, was like the icebreaker that brought us back together too. So it was really, it was really cool. You know, I love that you're able to take life like events, right? The life events where it can knock people down. And yet you have taken those, those purposeful, very intentional choices to see a lesson, get out of the story and see what's greater, that it's leading you down some other path and to be curious. And, it, you know, being curious is really a sign of a leader. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely have like, I've had, I think part of it was really, I grew into it, like with having my own business, my own yoga studio, part of it, like when you're the leader, like, it doesn't help if, if I'm going to fall apart at the helm, that's not really going to help anything. You know? So it's <laughs> like, and I, it doesn't help it, but I had, you know, circumstances where one of, one of the biggest ones is, is when my yoga studio burnt to the ground in a giant mill fire in 2007 on my middle daughter's 17th birthday. And it was like, okay, hmm, am I supposed to keep going? And I, I, I knew like not too long after I'm like, all right, the universe is pushing me out of the nest. And I did go forward with that. But I think it's interesting because later I ended up in a much nicer place. I had a homeless yoga studio for five months and then we opened in a new, a new better place. But it's funny because of, you know, like several years in, I remember like, talking to one of my teachers and what the vibe in my studio was we support each other we say hey this person's really good or go here and I, some of that I learned from my yoga training too like the the style that I grew you know they were really like um if you don't if you if someone comes to you and you can't help them and you know someone that can send them to that person you know so that was really the philosophy and it was very much um teamwork in the studio but I remember saying to one of my teachers Susie who just she's from Ireland she had just started and then the fire happened and she waited and she's like you gave me a chance Nancy even though when people could hardly understand me and you you know and she was like a most amazing like loyal teacher for years and I remember saying to her I'm like wow Susie that's really awesome that you did this thing and she's like oh I learned it from you I'm like oh <laughs> So it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool, but people still, even though like the studio, she closed the doors October, I sold it. She had it for a few years and closed it like a few months into COVID, but people still talk to me about it. So like that, that energy I put in and created that energy still lives. The studio isn't there, but in our memories and in our good feelings, and there's so many yoga teachers that even came out of it. And um, it's just kind of amazing to me, like how it all happened. <laughs> Cause I was just like, hmm, my neck hurts. Let me figure this out. Let me start taking yoga. All right. I'll teach some yoga. And then I'm like, wow, that turned into a yoga studio. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> if I knew that ahead, I probably would have freaked out, but <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and I think it's just, you know, we've talked about how you listen, you're, you're tuning into yourself and listening to your own intuition. That's yeah. so, the, it's so powerful of, you know, unlike I, I struggle to do that at times, you know, I, I go so fast. I'm a, a, a manifesting generator. Yep. And so I just have idea after idea, after idea, after idea, and I can get out there and just get halfway through. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm done. Okay. And I've been known to do, right? Like, yeah, but it's, but reason. you have like lots of gifts as that manifesting generator and you have this sacral motor, which I don't. So I might get out there. I have to listen to my intuition because if I start putting out there something and I run out of energy, like I, I don't want that egg on my face. So I need my integrity. So I need to really make sure. And I mean, the cool thing is we were talking earlier when I was doing my business, like I, there wasn't online, there weren't all these voices saying, do this, do that. There wasn't as much advice out there (laughs) as it is today. And I really just, you know, I was a stay at home mom. I liked being home for my kids. My husband had his own business, but it gave me like also some purpose as well. So I always just managed it to like, this is, this is feeding my soul. But I also, I, I always kept a balance that felt really good. And even after the fire, when I opened my new doors, we had added in massage and I had a massage rental room at the other place, but we added in massage and more things. But I'm like, you know, other places like this, sometimes they have a person, a lot of yoga studios don't have a desk person unless they expand. And I was like, I don't want to sit at the desk all day and I don't want to pay somebody. So guess what? they're going to call or they're going to make their appointments online or whatever. But I just, I always did it my way and it worked the best. <laughs> I, I think that's important for people to really gather, you know, really to um, not to gather, but to take away about whatever it is, like whatever style they are, right? Like we're opposite styles. And uh-huh. I do listen to my intuition, you know, um, I think I wrote down, I was looking at some notes where I'd written down on a program, like, you know, intuition, listen to that shit, right? Like yeah. you got to focus. So I actually have to go to hot yoga to get my brain. That's how much I have to, to, I have to get in an environment where I, I literally have to focus on my breath like, yeah, so that I will slow down enough yeah. to realize like to be present. That regular is, yoga, as beautiful as it is, it, it cannot, it will not slow down my monkey mind. That's awesome. And it's, you know, I love that because I, hot yoga distracts me. Like the heat distracts me. It takes away the focus for me because it makes me think about how hot I am. And so like, <laughs> I like, I like not hot yoga, but yeah. So I think it is the, like finding those things. And I kind of got away from yoga a little bit for a while. And now I'm coming more back to it and coming back to the breath work again. And I think like before the pandemic and stuff, I think my body knew because my diaphragm and my third chakra started contracting, like just a month or two before that all came down. And I was like, <laughs> I think some part of my body was tuned into that. Um, but yeah, but the, the, it's interesting because some of the work that's coming through me now, um, we were talking earlier, like the sound codes and the mm-hmm. chakras and the Amrita, like the, it's like, oh my God, this is like the ancient yogic stuff is like coming back up everything old, new again. It's like all the, the memories and this information is in our system. And that's what is like starting to come through and awaken me and awake. So I'm like, oh, back to those yoga books and those yoga practices again. And those memories are like, oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah, That's powerful. So if somebody's listening and they're like, what in the world is a sound code? Yes. Good question. Because a lot of people probably have heard of sound healing, or you definitely can know the effect of sound, right? Mm -hmm. So regular music, like it has, it it can affect us in a lot of ways, especially if it has words. So words can trigger or bring things good, bad, and different or whatever. Um, And then there's sound healing that uses instruments and it's all like vibration. And we are um, physical, you know, we, we're, we are affected by, by vibration, by energy. We are like 70% water and water especially is more, is very easily affected by vibration. But so sound codes specifically 
Um, I learned them in 2013 when I had my Atlas balanced or I experienced them. I trained a year later. So sound codes are like specific melodies that your body, um, they act like an, like an ancient language that your body responds to and understands. So the first ones I learned about were um, the, was for Atlas balancing. So the Atlas is the first vertebrae in the neck. And if you think about the neck, like the neck's a pretty narrow gateway here, but mm -hmm. that's like our whole, you know, our spinal column, our nervous system, everything comes through here. Our head, our heavy head is balancing. Yeah. Um, and so there was a gentleman in Switzerland. Um, his name was Rene Chamberlain. He passed on, I don't know, a while ago, but he um, had a lot of um, accidents and injuries and he had a lot of neck pain and back pain. And he did 20 years of research and discovered that almost probably more than 90% of people are actually born with that atlas out of alignment. Um, and it happens, it's before they're born, but birth and other things can make it worse. And that um, throws things off, like the way most people, and as well as animals. So usually too, it's the right side mm -hmm. is more open and the left is closed. So what is the right side of the body? The masculine, Woo, the, the right side, the masculine energy, way too much. Feminine side, shut down. So very interesting there, right? Oh, um, no coincidence there. <laughs> no. So, and actually what, it's my understanding that babies starting in January, 2020 actually started being born, more of them with their atlas at place now. So we're evolving. So there's a connection to the evolution there. Um, and also there's a chakra back here, the ultimate, the mouth of God, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if anything, a physical, you know, one thing I, one thing I learned really well from yoga is physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, all connected. <laughs> when you go to a yoga and you like stretch, why does your mind relax? Your emotions, you know, everything is connected. It doesn't matter which doorway you take in, it's all connected. So, um, so my teacher, uh, Elizabeth Westerman from Germany, um, she learned from this gentleman, Rene Chamberlain, he actually created a machine called the Atlas Prophylax, which uses physical vibration that you put on the neck and actually brings the Atlas in balance. And once the Atlas is in place, the rest of the body can start to come into alignment. So if something's out of place, the things, you know, if you picture a skeleton, right, if the top mm -hmm. bone is like doing something weird, everything else is going to try to adjust itself. So when it comes back into place, everything starts to readjust itself. So she used this machine of his for like seven years. She's also a singer by trade and a healer. Um, and this sound codes modality started coming through her. She's like, I feel, you know, it just started coming through and she started working with it, practicing it. Um, and it became, um, so that's what I experienced in 2013. And I was like, at the time, my body was feeling um, better from all the yoga I was doing and the chiropractor and the massage and all the things. Um, but, and Don't you just love all the things. I do. Yeah. I do. My, my hedonist archetype loves the massage and all that too. Yeah, me too. Uh, so anyways, I, um, so this woman that I had it with, she came across from California to Massachusetts and did the saying the sound codes. And I realized like I could hold my posture a lot more easily. And at that point I had been practicing yoga for 14 years. And, you know, so I knew my body really well. And I was like, oh, I can hold my posture better. And when I go back into like a back bend, my neck feels safer. It's like, I don't feel like my head is gonna, is, you know, not feeling stressed because our body, if something isn't right, um, the body knows tries to protect us and the muscles will get tight because it's like, ah, not a good idea, not a good idea. <laughs> so when the body is in alignment, the body's like, ah, that's better. So by that was June of 2013, by October, um, I was actually a half inch taller. And when I went to the doctor's, my doctor's appointment, I don't know, a few months after I said, can you measure me? I want to you know, get the official, make sure my pencil is not off on my <laughs> And um, she's like, yeah, you're measuring a half inch taller. But she said, you don't get taller at your age. She said, your neck must have straightened out. And I was like, oh, uh, yes. So little yeah, did I know. Shrinking, was, right? We start shrinking. Most people do. My the mother shrunk several inches. Most people shrink. Um, it's just the nature of like the fluids and the, you know, the spine and just life, right? Life is kind of can, 
Yeah. So, and that tends, mm-hmm. yeah, I see that. I've saw that a lot in my family too. So I was like, oh, I you know. How can I, how can I feel better? And so that Alice balancing really helped. And little did I know that less than a year later, I would be, take the training myself. Um, and so that opened that doorway for me to um, start singing the sound codes. But sound codes are cool because they work. Like I used to go to the chiropractor. The chiropractor moves the bones and then but your muscles are still tight. And then sometimes before you get to massage, the bones are already moving back in the place. So sound mm-hmm. codes work on the everything at the same time. It's like the body orchestra, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and emotional. And they also vibe, like they work on everything, but they go deeper. They, they affect you at the subconscious level, which is, you know, where we're operating from, you know, that's where we're yeah. operating, but it's very like, we don't, we aren't aware of it. So it can make a big um a big impact, but it's very gentle too. So it's really, yeah. And I think people are just really waking up. I think there's been this big movement of people understanding thanks to the science out there, right. With the, I always think of Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton or my uh, original go-tos who've been studying it for so, so long, at least that I'm aware of. And this whole movement towards understanding or, you know, if we have 90,000 thoughts a day, how many of those are actually conscious, you know, all those things that we're playing back those patterns and behaviors and traumas, you know, of, I got to survive this, <laughs> get through it, whether it's a big trauma or just little traumas, not being heard and on yeah, everyday fast. things. And so it- as fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Hi, Debbie here. Are you a lover of essential oils, crystals, energy healing work, channeled messages, positive affirmations? Well, do I have uh, something to share with you? My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram, sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that. In the show notes, but I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called ground alchemy, calm alchemy, uplift, nurture, daydream, and they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard. So as a healer, she's a Reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well. And she's located in Australia. And so if you want to try these amazing things, I highly recommend them. I love them and use them in my own life. So Again, her Instagram is sage underscore essential oils. Let her know that you heard about her here on Light Up Your Worth podcast. Be blessed. That's really powerful. Uh huh. I've been calling them like micro traumas lately of uh, what was something the other day I was calling, uh, I forgot what it was, like little micro traumas. (laughs) I don't remember. I was using that yesterday. I I don't remember what it was about though, but yeah, it's... um, what is it? Einstein said something about like, you can't, um, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that got you into it. And actually, Mm -hmm. um, earlier today, my show, when she was talking about human design, we're talking about a lot of times, you know, we in this time period where mankind, men and women have been trying to use their brain to figure everything out. And we're meant to like, that's not what's supposed to work. This, the brain is supposed to be, um, uh, you know, used for the benefit, for our benefit, we direct it, it doesn't, it's not supposed to be the leader. <laughs> and so it's more down in the body, right? Our body's wisdom. And so that's the cool thing. And like the stuff I work, I did with yoga and the breath work, and then the sound is like coming back into your body. And then what happens is when you shift your perspective changes and your energy changes and you see 
something in a new way. Like even when I do like energy, whether it's table work or sound codes or just energy work on the phone. I remember when I used to do a lot in person, I did aesthetics for a while, like facials, but that girl, Susie, woman, Susie, she's like, yeah, when you get a facial with Lisa, you get a facial. When you get one with Nancy, you come off the table. You're like, well, what was that? <laughs> so I just, I just took the facials off the table. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a leg waxer kind of a girl anyway. So, but I would see people, I'd give them a facial and they come out and they, they're brighter, but I'm like, they don't need the facial. It's just like the energy work. And the, you know, I, it's just like, you can see it and you can feel it. And then you just, you know, you're, you come in, you have an energy session or a sound code session and you go out like this, but you feel like a whole different person and the world responds to us differently, right? That's our vibration. and mm-hmm. our frequency. Yeah. Since everything is energy. Yeah. So our frequency talking, and, you know. Yeah. So people, mm-hmm. there's some fun stuff like um, like now we use sound for a lot of stuff like ultrasound and even my, uh, the chiropractor I used to go to, he said they would even had uh, using sound plates or something experimenting for astronauts in space to put their feet on to help prevent like osteoporosis and like there's sound, they use sound for a lot of cool stuff, but people can even go to YouTube and you can find videos of using sound how it moves like physical matter, right? We have physical uh-huh. density in us and you can see how you can see things, how it moves water, which we're a high percentage of water. Um, and when I do like the Atlas balancing, people will feel right away, like a change in their range of motion. Um, and when I do the body balancing, I work with the tailbone, people will palpate their tailbone and I'll sing the sound codes and they'll feel it. And they're like, oh, it moved. <laughs> Now for my next trick, (laughs) I I love it when people can like really see a tangible result and it's like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I know I keep saying this. I love this. I love this, but it's so, uh, it's so fascinating. So even now, like I just read just in the last, I'd say probably the last two months or three months, I've never had issues with my knees. Right. And all of a sudden now my knees are like aching and aching and, and, um, and I thought, Oh, maybe it's all the change that's happening all the life transitions. I pulled out my book, right? Like, okay, what does the knees mean? You know, (laughs) what is it filling into in my body? And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to believe that. And, but (laughs) I I don't want to know that. No, that's not it. Right. And, um, you know, about moving forward with like the feet and, and, um, so I, I also go to YouTube and I listen to frequencies like to go to sleep with, or just have in the background, like, I don't know, is it 528 Hertz? That is like one of the, or 512. It's something mm, yeah. there's a certain frequencies yeah. and above that really just, you know, you see them, they usually put beautiful videos and the different frequencies. Mm-hmm. Oh, renew negative energy out of your environment or yeah, you do all kinds of things. So now when you, when you're, we were talking before too about your sound codes and how now you have all of this new stuff that's coming in. So yes. what, what's coming in now? curious oh, I will tell you and one thing I just want to mention too that you made me think about like so the like instruments can make all kinds of sounds and it's cool when you can just listen and I love it and sound can be very subtle like things can happen and then if you look back you're like wow look at what cha-. you know it's like sometimes we don't notice things changing because it's so subtle but the human voice is actually the only thing that can actually technically mimic any sound in any other sound, which is a kind of a pretty cool thing. So, um, but what's uh, been coming through lately, so the Atlas balancing I learned and the body balancing, but it was um, last year I started, um, so this, the back of my neck has been a place for me for a long time. Like the neck, the, you know, the throat chakra, the neck, that's like been one of my areas of work in my life apparently. So like I mentioned, there's like the mouth of God, but it's also like called the Alta Major Chakra. And I started like just getting these new codes and this new information. And then one of my friends who is a sound code healer 
um, that was in the training we took last year to become trainers so we can train people to do this particular modality. Um, she was getting some sound codes too of like working on the sphenoid bone in the skull and some other things. And we, um, our teacher said, you know, you and Lydia, are you very, you look, you may seem different, but I feel like you're the same. I feel like you should connect. And I've known her since 2014 and we've just kind of known each other, but haven't talked much. And all of a sudden we started connecting and we started like practicing some sound codes together. And we're like, oh my gosh. And just like our energy coming together was like creating magic. It's like we each had two halves of a book and here it is. So we just did a two part event this year of like this, like, cause we're shifting, we're awakening. So as we are, things are awakening in our body and it's like, oh, I, so I'm seeing this thought of like, um, when you play, like people play, I don't really, I'm not a gamer, but people play games and then you break through to the new next level and you go and you get, and I feel like it's like something shifted and we're like ready to reaccess these things in our body. Like, the, you know, the Atlas is starting to come back into alignment for more people and, and we're doing our work, but now it's like all to major codes and things. So in the um, center of the skull there's there's if you look at ancient yoga texts or stuff they talk about amrita it's like the nectar of the gods or nectar of immortality or so there's like a physical component to it it feels like but there's also like a deeper a super consciousness that's waking up and I'm like with Lydia and I I'm like your code so her code's are literally like elevate sphenoid, lower sphenoid, do this. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like a code, like a safe, you're unlocking it. And then it's like the codes I was singing is literally like the Amrita's coming down and doing, instead of going and getting burnt up in the third chakra, which is like our overly masculine fire energy, it's actually coming down into the throat and into the heart. And we're actually gonna be able to start accessing it. And so it's like, oh my God, we're like wow. jaws dropping of just what's been coming through us. And it's like, so we've started to share it and now we're just like, yeah, so it's really cool. And, and no coincidences, right? That the earth has been shifting. We're now in 2022 with the frequency of the earth, you know, changing and shifting with where we're moving. And, you know, for people who've um, previously heard about Schumann's residence, you know, there's the science from NASA about the earth shifting energy and, and the, all this awakening that's happened over the last, especially 18 months with the mm -hmm. pandemic, with the awakening. And it's no surprise that now it's time for those codes to come in and that you're that conduit to be able to bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because there was a, a, like a healer teacher, kind of a seer scientist a few years ago that I was talking to. And she was saying like, I, like Lydia and I are 20 years apart. She just turned 40 and I'm going to be 60 in April. And she's like, she says, but it's like this woman, uh, Elizabeth Wood, I think she's, a, she's around 40 coming up around that age too. But she's like, you know, like people like me, like I had some spiritual awareness in my teens. I was trying to astral travel and I was curious about these things in my teens. And then it kind of went away when I went and hung out with, you know, looking for boys and all of that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but she said, you know, like my, you know, people in my generation that have had this spirituality going on for what we've been held back because it wasn't time. So we were <laughs> given obstacles <laughs> in our path until it was time for the path to start clearing but um it's just it's it's just it's really cool just to see it like because I when I, in 2009 when I got into like the energy work one of the things was um the oneness blessing which is also called diksha it originated in India there's two people Ama and Bhagwan that are like really avatars on this planet I actually met them in 2010 and the oneness blessing is a blessing for spiritual awakening and so I started, you know, had my first blessing, ended up becoming a blessing giver, ended up becoming a trainer. Um, and I haven't been as active in that community, but when I went to um, California a few years back for an Akashic Records retreat, I was talking to a woman there and she said, oh, she said, are you a oneness blessing giver? And I said, um, yeah. And she said, oh, I can see it in your field. I was like, oh, oh <laughs> so, wow. So that was like, so cool. It's like, it just made me realize. And, you know, like 
all the stuff we've done and that we do, it's like we embody it. And so my, the bigger, bigger yoga teacher, John Friend, who was founder of Anusara, um, he's not a found part of it anymore, but when I would go, he was such a powerful teacher that taught like amazing things. And I remember going to a workshop, it was probably 150 people in this workshop and he was talking and I was learning not only what he was teaching me, but I was getting all these other downloads of stuff because it was in his field. It was in his presence. And I remember that was the first time I ever like really understood and experienced something like that. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. That is really cool. You know, I remember when I was um, studying to become in my professional world of a lean master, which is like a lean sensei for scientific problem solving, but you work, walk people through change, right? Their own paradigms, et cetera, in organizations. And I bring it up because there was, uh, we had to teach, we had to take a train the trainer course so that we could train it, you know, in the organizations and teach us about how adults learn. And I remember watching as she was teaching, I would get ideas, right? Not only was I learning the material, but I was teach. I was coming up with all like your brain, just like, oh, I got to write that down. I got to got to write that down. You you just have to keep a separate note or star. Go back to this. Use this with this. And what she shared with me, this instructor Michelle Jones, was that most people don't have that ability. So whether you're doing it in a professional realm or and you're learning some type of modality, that ability for your brain to be able to do that dual, it's like dual learning, dual integration mm -hmm. is actually a, a really, it's not a common trait. Wow. Not that there are people who do that. So I don't know if you were aware of that. Like a lot of people do not have that ability to do that. Uh, no, I wasn't. And I think the thing about like, whatever our own gifts are, sometimes it's hard to see them for ourselves because we just do them, you know, we do it. And that's where the thing is where we need other people in our life that like can see us and witness us and say, Hey, I see this thing that you're doing, or I see, you know, do you know, you do this and kind of mirror and reflect it back. And so yeah. Yeah. I just love that. I was just, um, so I'm wondering too, like, uh, with sound, uh, the sound codes now, as they're coming through to you, are you, um, are you going to be doing some type of class or workshop on this? You know, that for people who are listening, that if they're interested and yeah. to be part of this, you know, this new awakening and these new codes coming in with. Yes. Well, thanks. And uh, thanks for asking that right now, currently. Um, Cause you know, yeah, I'm going to sign did, up. <laughs> yeah. So. We, just, well, we just did our two part event. We might do another one of those. Yeah. So we really, so I'm very tuned in to kind of like, uh, you know, my, I'm very tuned in. Like I would, when I used to teach yoga, um, probably it's my, was my projector gift or whatever people would go, I feel like you taught that class just for me, but my, my human design is all but two of my centers are open. So I just take in all the other stuff. So I'm like, Oh, it's like, <laughs> like I'm just feeling the energy and I'm just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I, you know um, so what we have coming up. So one thing, if people are interested in like the Atlas balancing or anything for themselves for like one-on-one, -on -one, I do have on my website, which is nancyandrew.com. I have um, people can do either, you know, do that, or there's like, like a sound code consult that is free if someone's curious about that. And I actually just did one yesterday, which was awesome. Um, so the other thing is Lydia and I, we're going to start teaching more people how to um, use the sound codes for themselves and others. So it's very powerful. So Lydia and I both have our own modalities too. And last year, um, I taught my own modality, which I called it Mayokotosas, which is means all is well, but I'm actually thinking I'm going to change it to divine alchemy, alchemy, but I had like the people Ooh, that came through. I just yeah. got goosebumpies. Yeah. yeah. One of them was already a sound healer. And she was one of the people that said, when I did her Atlas bound, she's like, I want to learn sound codes from you. I said, okay, um, well, I don't teach it, but my teacher in Germany does. And I had two other sound healers ask me to teach them. I'm like, I don't teach sound codes. So this is the projector getting her invitation. Oh, maybe I do teach sound codes. <laughs> so I, I taught a course and 
you know, two of the people that did it never sang sound codes and hadn't even knew one of them has been doing healing for a while. One of them was like a realtor when I met her, you know, <laughs> she's like, and now she's singing sound codes for people and loves it and wants more. And um, so uh, we're going to, Lydia and I are going to do, I think in March, we're starting to put together a March, like a training for people to sing some of the universal sound codes. And the thing is, you don't have to be a singer. I, the sound codes actually develop your voice, like even help your throat chakra. They develop your voice and you can sing them to yourself or out loud. You don't have to sing them out loud, but they really are so um, like transformational, even to sing them to yourself. So, yeah. So I think in January, we're starting to put together a course. We'll probably start sharing about that um, in the next few weeks as we land on the date, but Lydia and I, we're both really listening to the energy. And the cool thing about like working together is like the moment one of us will talk and we're like, oh, I was feeling a little that pushing energy. Ew, let's get rid of that. And then mm -hmm. we just come back into our feminine flow and that's how we're creating it. And that's really, I think how I created my studio because what you create with is what ends up in the final product. So when you create with that, you know, that flow and that ease, then that's what you, you know, so that's uh -huh. what comes forward. So, yeah, so I think March is probably going to be when the, the next course, but you never know what will pop up. We just were tuned in. <laughs> yeah. And that's not that long. That's not really that long. That's like four weeks. If we're today yeah. is uh, February 1st, the new moon, happy yeah. Chinese new year. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're, I think we're talking about maybe the second weekend in, um, in March, I think we're looking at, we haven't totally committed and we're going to, and yeah, so we're looking at that to do the first, the first step, which is the universal sound codes, which are um, powerful and you can use them for so many things. So one, 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 of, one of the codes is state of love and state of love, like love, cha love changes so many things. And it was so two, two years ago, like, so one of my codes is connected to love. It's called song of love. And I had a, one of those life traumas that comes up and you're like, what the hell? Like, why do I have to deal with this thing? You know, like somebody like coming at us to sue us about something that was like, oh, you know, like one of those, like just yucky things. And you're like, you know, and it just, and I was like, hmm, okay, well, what if I throw some good energy at it? What if I put love on this, you know, instead of like putting fire with fire, what if I put love on it? I remember putting some of my crystals on some of like the negative, like the paperwork and stuff on it. But I just sat in my living room and I sang like love codes and some other codes and it, it shifts us, right? What we're doing mm -hmm. shifts ourselves. Um, and it was a very short time and the situation literally dissolved itself. So <laughs> oh, I, I could use some of those codes right now. I got a few areas that are, <laughs> that I, yeah, could, uh, I mean, that I could, uh, shift, shift with love, you know, or what, what, what we're putting out there. Right. It really goes to share about how we all are energy and everything is that frequency that we put back out. Yeah, but I had on um, like a feng shui when I actually it was this feng shui lady in 2009 that came like when I had my studio people would come and say hey can I offer this thing here and she and her name was Christine she's the one that introduced me to the oneness blessing but she did some stuff at my house and at one point we had a legal issue come up in I don't know 2011 and I remember I still found that paperwork a few years back of her like some of her cures where instead of like putting fire with fighting fire with fire, which just ignites more, right? Um, she's like, imagine you're like making smoothies for them and baking cookies with them. And, you know, like she was like, she's like, I know it can be tough, but what if you imagine like being really nice and doing like the opposite of what you might want to do? Like it can really, um, it was so, yeah, I think oh. that's where my love codes idea came up with. Like when I had that situation a couple of years ago and, it really worked. I think it's like when you can keep, don't focus when you start going down the rabbit hole. Cause I've done the rabbit hole way many times in my yeah, life. I think we all have, yeah. right? Maybe all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you notice in like, and so the thing with having the code was it gave me another place to focus. It gave me another thing to do. So oh, there's that little tendency. So, you know, and when you start to shift it, it does that rewires. We're back to the subconscious mind rewiring, right? Mm -hmm. So powerful. So, so powerful. Well, this has been such a joy 
Nancy, I'm so glad yeah. that you were here with us. And um, we'll go ahead and share, uh, share also what's your social media that people can reach out to you. I know you shared your website. Um, yep. Yeah, my website is my name, nancyandrew.com. And um, spelled like anger. <laughs> Most people do not say my last name right. Even people yeah. that have no. Notice I didn't say it at the beginning because I did. I, I'm I like, was like, Most oh. people don't know. It's cool. I don't. It's fine. We used to say Ranger when we went out to eat, but you know, because so people would say it right. It doesn't matter. Um, yes. Yeah, so I am. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I have a um, like a public profile. I have a regular page, and I have a group. It's called the the nourished soul with Nancy Anger. So, and your TV yeah. show, if people can go catch your TV show, it's, it's yes. Yep. That is live until uh, February 22nd. I will be my 24th show. And then I'm going to step back from that. I feel like I'll show up somewhere else, but I'm going to step away from that particular, but it's called light up your life. <laughs> Very close to your yeah. light up your world. That is at two o'clock on Tuesdays, live on the Bold Brave TV network. And it, it, it's live on, I think, YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and maybe some other places. Yeah, I think it'd be great if they just went back through some of the episodes. They might see somebody that looks familiar here too. Me, I was in it and we just had such yes, a great yeah, time. If you go, mm -hmm. Yeah, if you go to my website, um, you can find the back episodes too in there. So yours will be on there. I think it's under featured and so I put a link there so people can find them. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. I love that. So thank you again for joining me. And um, I hope somebody reaches out for the sound codes. If you do, don't be surprised, because I'm, I've been drawn to sound codes for years now. Mm -hmm. with, with doing sound healings, the frequencies. Um, one of my early guests was Vicki Graham and she has done some work with sound codes herself. And, you know, when you just get those calls, like, oh, there's just something there, but you're kind of waiting. You're not sure what, who you're, what you're waiting for, but what I've, and when I listen to my own intuition is like, I'm waiting for my teacher. I'm waiting for my teacher projector. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> that you resonate with, you know, because there's so yes. many incredible people, but that resonating when your souls connect, just like yours does with the partner that, uh, that you are receiving mm -hmm. the sound codes with and how they naturally find each other. I think other. that's the thing is to just be patient and wait because it, it will come, you know, the right thing will come. And the sound codes, when I, so when I started teaching them or started doing them at the studio, I remember this woman that I knew from the oneness blessing coming in the door. She lived 45 minutes away. It was a Friday and I wasn't always in there. And she walked in the door and I happened to be there. She's like, I, I want that thing, you know, um, that thing you're doing with the neck. I want, she didn't even know what it was called. She knew she was supposed to have it. And that's the thing, right? It's just, it's the resonance and it's the energy and it's the attraction of mm -hmm. following that instead of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know, um, I know I was going to wrap it up, but I just really wanted to leave that with people, you know, to really follow that to, to listen to it and tune into our bodies. And, you know, you're such a, a wonderful leader in really demonstrating it through all of the challenges of 20 years of entrepreneurship. So again, congratulations. <laughs> You know, I'm Thank sorry you. that your neck hurt all those years ago and, but I'm glad that your neck, you know, I'm grateful, yeah. right. That you listened to yourself and, and mm -hmm. sought, sought ways to help it so that we could cross paths. So if anybody's listening and they're having something happen that we both encourage you to follow that, follow that intuition, follow, shine your light, you know, step into your own worth so that others can find you. They're waiting for you. Yeah, it's just and take a chance on yourself. You know, when I first took my yoga training, my husband was like, Oh, I can't stay home a weekend a month. And I'm like, but I, I know it's important for me to take this. And I, it's so important to just listen to that. Yeah. And it, when you do it, when you start listening to the little things, the bigger things, it just becomes, it becomes more automatic too. Mm -hmm. It sure does. It sure does. I know I ask for him in my meditation every day, you know, just show me a sign that I will recognize that I'm on the right path. Yeah. That's how I built my studio. So perfect. I just, I would sit there. Like I had all my kids were at home. I'd go in my little room. I'm like, 
all right, you want me to do this? You need to show me and help me. <laughs> I don't really know. That was my, <laughs> yeah, what's going on. I did, my dears, for many years. I, I didn't have a life coach for <laughs> or anything else. So just sit and say, show me the next thing. <laughs> right. Show me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're thanks. doing it. I mean, your show is amazing. I know your following is growing. And I think you said how many, you know, how many like, yeah, 14 countries. What was really fascinating about that is when I went into it, one of them is UK, but UK is actually, you know, um, England and Scotland and I'm Scottish, you know, part Scottish. And so I was just so excited that, you know, there's somebody there over in Scotland. So there's, I guess, technically 15 countries, right? Listening. Mm-hmm. So that That's was awesome. really, yeah, that kind of lights you up itself, you know, that it is growing and just taking a, you know, doesn't have to be perfect either. Um, It never will be. No. And that's just showing how important like your work is and your message and you're following your mission and it will lead to whatever it leads to and it will be amazing. And it it's, it's just the path. It's like, I feel like the path these days is like, we have the stone in our hand and I'm like, where's this one going? Right. Right. Or sometimes I sit here and I have a question. I was trying to think of something last night. Uh, I was changing some uh, pricing on a, on a meditation, right. Uh, energetic healing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pull up my deck, <laughs> my fairy medicine deck. Yeah. And I'm, I need a number between these two numbers, but I, I can't settle. I can't, my brain keeps coming in. So I pulled a card and it gave me a number. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I still, my, my, I still have to do tricks for myself too. Sometimes (laughs) I totally get it. (laughs) It's like, but it's just, but the thing is to just like be able to laugh, you know, and just be like, you know, that's the best thing is when you can just be yourself and like, you know, it's like, that's, I think that's when our most important work happens when we're just being ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm kind of a messy person anyway, you know, just like throw it out there and, and then, you know, have people come help me fix it up. Right. Like that's, and you know, once I can settle down, then the process is because I love process and structure. That's probably why I did that in healthcare for so long, but anyway, well, thank you again. I'm going to wrap it up this time for sure. Cause we'll just keep going. Cause I, know. I just love talking to you, Nancy. So thank you thank very you. much. Thank you. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. It's Debbie. Do you love to read? I know I do. I've been reading since I was found in the closet, uh, probably before kindergarten, reading a book with the flashlight. Yeah, I was that child. I can remember as I was growing up during the summer, I would see how many books I could possibly read over the summer. I was always that girl. But somehow in the busyness of life and going through education and momhood and career, I let books that just lit me up without a link to my own professional development just kind of get put on the side. And with all of the isolation that's occurred over the last two years, all the challenges we've had, I really had to come back and find that part of myself that would just love to dive into a really good book. So I have joined a book club and I'm with Brianna Brown with Badass Book Besties. She's amazing. You can find her on Insta on Badass Book Besties. Not only is she just this wonderful person, um, but she also shares the love of books and learning and her online book club is just so delightful. So, so, so delightful. I've been able to dive into books uh, that really bring me a lot of book, you know, a lot of uh, pleasure and enjoying them and being able to go to. We've been reading or we've read already the Elizabeth Gilbert City of Girls, the Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. Um, We're reading a Timeless and she just makes it a lot of fun. So if you feel like joining us, feel free, let her know, let Brie know that you found her by me. Again, find her on Instagram, on Badass Besties, or her website, Brie Brown, which is B-R-I-B-E-E, brown.com. 
Hi, it's Debbie. Hey, I wanted to share a group that I joined um, earlier this year called Polka Dot Powerhouse. It's a way to get to know people in person, right? I don't know about you, but after spending so much time alone last year, the beginning of this year, I was really seeking an in-person way to meet like-minded professional women. And so I kind of stumbled upon uh, the Polka Dot Sisterhood and I joined as a member and I absolutely love it. It's a very uplifting way of women supporting each other, empowering, collaboration as we get to know each other as people and as professionals uh, and networking and sharing our services with each other. I'm part of the Carson City, Nevada branch and if you're interested in joining us you can go to polka dot powerhouse that's p-o-l-k-a-d-o-t-p-o-w-e-r-h-o-u-s-e.com and let them know that you're interested in going to a meeting and let them know it's from hearing this on my light up your work podcast and i'm debbie McAllister. Thanks. See you soon. So isn't Nancy just such a dream? You can feel her calm energy as you're listening to us talk. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did, uh, you know, bringing it to you. If you haven't already subscribed, I would love your support of subscribing. If you feel so called to leave me a review on Apple. And who can you share this with? That would really benefit from learning more about sound codes and all of the other delightful guests that we're having. You know, the intention really is to raise the consciousness of our planet and bring about global healing. So if you want to join us, also feel free to know that we are set up with Buy Me A Coffee, which is buymeacoffee.com backslash light up YR worth. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com backslash light up YR worth. Thanks for being here and we'll see you soon.